Stop telling people how amazing your unheard of solution, product, service, or brand is and expect Gin Pop to treat it like kindergarten macaroni art and put it on the refrigerator walls for all to see in awe and wonder. Anyone who has been or who is an entrepreneur knows about the pressure, the struggles, but also about the triumphs and the success. Finding Founders is a podcast about vulnerability and entrepreneurship, where you learn from the life stories of founders, activists, and even drug lords. Founding Founders, hosted by Sam Donner, brought to you by the HealthSpot Podcast Network, is here to inspire you on your entrepreneurship journey. But let's be real, you aren't inspired when all you hear is someone's success. The I started here, snap of a finger, and now I'm there. Real inspiration comes from hearing someone's lowest moments and rising with their success. Using music, special effects, and voiceovers, Sam Donner interviews the founders of companies to reveal vulnerability so you can learn from victory. Some episodes include modernizing meditation, how to survive anything, Y2K, financial crisis, pandemics, and alternative communities, and even escaping gangs through animation and storyboards. Listen to Finding Founders wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody wants to grow. And everybody wants to grow fast. Everyone wants to scale. Speed. I am speed. And everyone wants to scale fast. Faster than fast, quicker than quick. I am lightning. Hey, lightning. They want to scale immediately 10x, 100x, 1000x. But what good is scaling if you can't sustain? What good is growing if you are falling just as fast as you're building? Is it real growth if it doesn't last once the ad dollars stop? Once the Series A, Series B, Series C, the seed funding stops? Once the sales tactics stop? There's a difference between spamming the market with content about your business and distributing content that establishes you top of mind to influential decision makers in the market. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Joy Sanders. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. An increased velocity without a planned intentful delivery of information is just spam. You're just stuffing the ballots, so to speak. All about you material that speaks nothing to the soul of the very people you are trying to convince daily and so desperately to buy and remain buyers. Just because you say 
there's a different way to do business in your industry doesn't immediately mean we crown you the next Gates, Elon, Bezos, Zuckerberg, or Branson of your product, service, or offering overnight. You have that level of aspiration with little to no proof, praying that looking the part, saying the buzzwords, getting the press, while trying to boost the valuation numbers in the back is enough to hold the line to achieve vanity, virality, thought leadership status, which is just an ego trip that's going to crash just as quickly because you position your business with nothing to stand on. If it looks like a duck, and if it quacks like a duck, it still can be a goose if you double check. Perception is reality until it isn't. Until it's proven it's not. Don't be a ghost. A shell of what could be. Be real in every sense of the word. Earn the trust. Prove the value. Be sustainable. Then put the work into scale. There's a reason there are phases in a business, just like there are gears to driving. You have to shift through them to get to the speed you want. Instead of simply making noise, take the time to make music people want to hear and will be loyal to. You can scale wrong and be a one-hit wonder never seen from or never heard from again, and people will forever wonder what happened to you and your business. So take the time, take the effort, take the energy to grow in a holistic way of distributing content and driving value that builds community, sustainability, and authority, allowing you to build a skyscraper on top of that heavily established foundation. These are my thoughts. Cue the ads. Let's get right to this thing. According to HubSpot, email nets $42 in sales for every dollar spent, netting an eye-watering 4,200%. So I don't know about you, but I think as marketers, we need to prioritize email marketing. Thankfully, that's where the Google Conference comes into play. The Google Conference is the largest online email marketing conference in the world. The brainchild of Jay Schwedelson of SubjectLine.com has put together a 100% free virtual conference designed to share the very latest digital trends, email best practices, and emerging tools you'll need to step up your email marketing performance today. November 2nd to November 3rd, you will learn everything you need to do to enter a marketer and come out a guru. Click on the link to register. Tell your friends to register. Tell your marketing colleagues to register. Get your whole team to register for this amazing good time. And I will see you there. Our job is not to sell. Even if you're in the sales department and your job is to, air quotes, close the sale. Our job is to convince, full stop. Marketing's full purpose lives within the power to persuade, induce, and win over. Never to push, never to pressure, and never to force. Therefore, the entire marketing suite is set up sequentially to do the very best to convince people to buy from a business. Marketing helps you understand who to communicate with, 
Advertising helps you figure out what the message or messages needs to be. Promotion helps you understand the activity of communication with your messaging. And public relations is the professional maintenance of the relationship between the public and a company or an organization and its audience. Now, I've talked on a few episodes about the blame game, marketing versus sales, how to do sales, how to do marketing, all these different combination of things. And it still comes down to, Troy, I need to generate money. I need to boost my revenue. I want to be sustainable. I don't want to have to worry about losing so many clients that I'm in the red or that I have to let go of someone or I have to do all these other set of things to survive and get by. I want to do what I do best at a high quality price. Troy, I want to take that episode where you talked about thinking and pricing and structuring of a Tesla. I don't want to have to buck on my pricing. I don't want to have to buck on my value. I want to hold the line. I want to, as I said earlier, earn the trust, prove the value, be sustainable, then put in the work to scale. But then things happen. A pandemic happened. We're in post-pandemic phase, but people are still feeling certain things. We may be in a pre-recession or a current recession, depending on how you look at certain things. The whole crypto, NFT, blockchain world is we don't know right now. The market is what it is. If you're a SaaS, you're wondering something. If you're a brick and mortar, you're wondering another thing. If you're a legacy, if you're a startup, depending on what type of startup, are you all digital? Are you in person? Are you global? Are you local? How much money do you need to generate? How much are you charging? What's your pricing structure? How comfortable do you feel your clients or current customers are going to be with you the following month, three months, the next quarter, or the next year? How much runway do you have? How many sales do you need to close? All these factors. People listen to this podcast for a lot of reasons. Could be my... (laughs) high ambitious energy, and that I've structured this as a 30-minute podcast experience. It could be that Troy dives in deep on growth strategy, or he dives in deep on marketing, or I love the variety of topics he covers. Maybe you're just an OG, and you're a family member, and you're just trying to support me. Who knows? Either way, I am always appreciative of every download, of every listener, of every second you take the time to put autographs on and hear what I have to say. Because without you, this doesn't be what it is. I am humbled and excited to always rep the HubSpot Podcast Network. I love and appreciate my current sponsors and advertisers that I get to really promote that aligns with my brand and my mission and my purpose. And I love that no matter what anyone has said, I have done this podcast my way. Running that back when holding the line, when it comes to certain things, values, mission, pricing structure, who you want to work with, who you don't want to work with, all these things. There come some key moments where you just have to stop and analyze, do I stay the course or do I change? If I change, by how much do I change? How much time and energy and maybe money does it take to implement that change? And then on top of that, once the change is activated, what are my metrics to track it? And how long will it take for that change to bring forth fruit of success? If that doesn't work, do I then revert back to what I was doing previously? Do I hold the line and continue the course? Or do I make more modifications? How long? When? Where? Why? How? And who? If that matters. That's just one moment. 
There could be a subseries of moments where it comes to what tools do I use? What does my tech stack or my marketing stack or my sales stack look like? Do I need to double down on social media? Do I need to slow it down and focus more on conversions and conversations? I don't have all the answers, people, but I do have perspective and I do talk to a lot of people. I ask a lot of questions because I'm an inquisitive individual. And here's what I think. I think at the core of everything, no matter what role you play, no matter what industry you're in, we all, one, need to make money. Two, in the process of making that money, we shouldn't burn so much where we can't make a profit with our margins. Three, it's sustainable. Four, we can enjoy and have fun and not just be 1,000% stressed 24-7. Once that's established, to an extent, You're always thinking in the back of your mind, especially if you're a high exec, you're a co-founder, you are the founder, you're an army of one, freelancer, all the things. How long will this last? We ask that question when things are good, and we ask that question when things may not be going our way right now. How long will this last? We'll seek forecasting on the good, and we'll seek forecasting on the bad. No matter which side of the coin you are on. The core fundamentals are always the same. I need to make sure I sustain what I have at all costs. If I do take a marginal, substantial loss, what's my runway to recover, regain, and scale again? Or what's my backup plan? Now, some people say don't have a plan B. Go on and plan A. I agree with that 100%. But also, if you have a family, if you have a team to take care of, It's in your best interest to do the best for the overall organization and not just one individual. I'm saying a lot, and there's a lot going on in my mind. I'm sure there's a lot going on in your mind too. There's a lot of things that we're dealing with on the daily. And excuse me, as I'm not trying to constantly remind you of all the things that you have to deal with on the daily, all the things you're dealing with right now, the tasks you got going on in the future, and all things that could happen, should happen, would happen or not. This is not a final destination moment where we just analyze everything that could go wrong, will go wrong, and that's it. That's all. But also don't want to be deluded to the fact that there's some opportunities and there are some threats. With all this being said, how we position ourselves, what content we use, when we use it, how we use it, where and why, all matters to the sustainability of that perception that we every day prove to be real. Our choices, our decisions, what we say or what we don't say says a lot to anybody who's consuming our content, anybody who's considering working with us, and everybody who is working with us. We can't be so narrow-minded in our own little world of tasks, to-do lists, wins, losses, crisis, success, that we don't think of the bigger picture. Plotting out the path to success for your customers is one part being a strategic leader and the other part calls from the car, from your desk, from everywhere. Conversations are just as much as part of a business as breathing. We all get it. We all have to do it. It's essential. Whether it's making calls smarter or your inbox is more mobile. HubSpot has over a thousand integrations built specifically to make your everyday easier. For example, 
With HubSpot's calling tools, not only can you forward business calls to your personal device, you can even record and track customer conversations so you can catch every single detail from wherever you are. Just like your business is built with intent and purpose, HubSpot is a purpose-built software that works the way you do, as hard as you do, to really make sure your customers get your best every single day. These 1,000 integrations helps your team to adapt, align, and achieve adoption like never before, eliminating friction and empowering teams to do their best work. Between having a mobile inbox, the HubSpot mobile app, and the ability to call from your HubSpot account, all these features work in harmony together to help you achieve your best and show up as your best self to provide the best services, the best solutions, the best products, the best deliverables for the best customers in the world. Learn how HubSpot can make it easier for your business to grow better at HubSpot.com. You know what's exhausting? Trying to be a top voice, thought leader, industry expert, with thousands of likes, comments, and shares, and thinking that is going to give you what you really want, growth authority, revenue, community, impact, and power. I think we all can agree, even the so-called people who fit into these categories by optics or list standards, the demand and output can be utterly exhausting. So let's just all agree we are tired of just being exhausted. Let's realign our focus. We still want to be bold. We still want to be ourselves. We still want all the things like social validation. We want to demonstrate our value among our peers. We want to dominate our industry and our space. The question on all of that, does a like prove that? I asked this a few times in a few episodes and times past. How many likes does it take to reach a million dollars? And then I also asked, does anyone know the ratio of likes required to guarantee a return of $1 million based off likes? Social media is the bridge. And I talk about that in previous episodes, recent episodes and all the things. But I want to really focus on the core. You know, recently I've talked about content distribution. I've talked about how social media is that bridge about how you need to adjust your prices accordingly and know who you are and hold that line. All of that comes down to how you message yourself. How you message yourself is determined by how you see yourself. And how you see yourself is split on what you know yourself to be true and what others know to be true about you. Now, the key is to make sure what you know internally matches what they know externally, constantly. And how do we do that? By building relationships, by building trust. And again, both of those takes time and patience and poise and persistence. Among all these things, you're still navigating trying to get business. You're trying to close these deals. You're trying to hit your quotas. You're trying to hit your numbers. You're trying to hit your metrics. And there could be chaos. There could be a lot of things going on. Trying to prove social ROI could be extremely difficult. You know, my dear friends at Agora Pulse, I'm going to go to agorapulse.com slash blog slash social dash media dash ROI. You will find an amazing resource knowledge base on how to actually calculate ROI for social media. Now, from their particular example, they said the most basic social media ROI formula appears as follows. Investment. Investment is the total cost of your social media marketing efforts. Profit. 
profits the money you earned from your social media marketing efforts. So then you take profit divided by investment times 100 equals your social media ROI. And again, ROI means return on investment. So if we're using this formula to calculate ROI for, let's say, paid social media campaigns that are tracked, keyword there, here's an example. You spend $2,363.48 on a Facebook ad campaign. Your profit from that campaign, you got 10 customers who spent in total $8,272.18. So based off our formula, which is profit divided by investment times 100, you take the $8,272.18 divided by the $2,363.48 times 100 gives you a 350% ROI. Or we can simply say $5,908.70 profit after the cost of the ads. So no, I'm not trying to give you a math lesson. What I am trying to give you perspective of on, we can't be afraid to associate our efforts directly to some type of data to quantify the value for the effort and investment of the money, energy, team, tools, all the things spent. Does it bring us value? And again, if you want to learn more about that, go to agorapost.com slash blog slash social media ROI. That's slash social dash media dash ROI. And that's just social media. We can go about content marketing, digital marketing, sales efforts, email marketing, all the different things. But I find, especially right now, that we're overwhelmed by maybe quantifying our efforts, especially if it's efforts that we don't really know how to do. It's not in our comfort zone, or it's not working fast enough, or we're unfamiliar in this territory or this industry because everything is a test. And newsflash, marketing is always a series of trial and error. Business in general is just failing fast, but succeeding a little bit faster than you're failing. Saw a post that basically said entrepreneurship is literally building the rocket ship as you're falling to the ground. And I can agree with that. But sometimes it might be easier if I try not to fall as fast, but I still build just as much. Which, How do I do that? Observation. Active listening. Strategy, the strategy hacker here, and positioning and knowing your messaging. All these things can help you eliminate a lot of mistakes and save you time while probably speeding up the time between where you are now and where you want to be. I tweeted this recently and I believe it to be 1000% true. It's a hill I'm willing to die on. Strategy is action. Strategy is execution. Because if you don't have a strategy, even though people associate strategy as a plan and think it's set it and forget it, it is not. It is coaching as in, hey, the team, the competition has evolved. We need to evolve with it. What's our strategy? Therefore, a strategy is always evolving. Therefore, it is an action. Therefore, it is part of execution and it's essential process to achieve your growth goals. With that being said, I find that we need to do more of the pre-planning because proper preparation prevents poor performance. Too many jump the gun, take the leap of faith, and they're not prepared. Now, sure, you won't be prepared for every scenario. And there are moments where you just need to literally take that leap, whether by choice or by happenstance. But nevertheless, if you can and have the ability to do, prepare. Be prepared, as Scar would say in Lion King. But I digress. Sometimes people just post on social media. They push send on emails, they push videos out, they do all the marketing, they do all the sales, they do all the in-networking, the virtual networking, and they don't stop to think, how is the other person who's receiving this information 
sees me. They've done all this work to create this perception of them that may not even align with how they see you. Ask yourself, are people blind to your vision? Are they deaf to your voice? Do they like or not like the taste of your tone, of your delivery, of what you have to say and what you do? I understand that you have this amazing solution, product, service, brand, messaging, anything, everything, all the things, I digress. But if that same energy isn't replicated by the recipient, how can you move forward? How can you grow? How can you scale? The truth of the matter is that you need to be prepared and understand what to do, when to do it, when to take risks, when to take that leap of faith, and when to slow down, pause, or do a full stop, a recalibration, a hard reset, call things a loss, define things as success, take the little wins, but don't be a blind eye to things that need to be fixed. There is no way you will scale to where you want to be when you don't have a strong foundation and your business is holding on by chewing gum and duct tape and you're trying to build a skyscraper. There is no way. So when you know how your business is working internally and you then know how your audience, how your marketplace is responding externally, you can fortify your castle accordingly to survive the storms and invite the right ideal clients, customers, audience, team, all the things to celebrate with you and grow with you. This was a lot. Just wanted to share what was on my mind. I hope it brings you value. I hope you took something away from it. And do me a favor. If you don't mind, take 30 seconds to two minutes of your time. Go to idigress.fm. Leave me a review. Let me know what's going on. I'm currently giving people free digital copies of my book. If they leave a review, they wait till it's posted, and they send me a DM, let me know what the username was that they left the review with, and I will send you a digital copy of my book, Strategize Up. Of course, you can also buy my book, which is available on Amazon for paperback and Kindle digital copy as well. My intent here is to always remind you that growth takes time and that even when we think we have it all together and we have it all right, there's always something we need to improve on, optimize on, and make changes to to maintain or sustain the current success or to scale for more success. I'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 